This is the Tafyami Masechta Review, Masechta Saita, tape number two. For subscription information, call us toll free at 1 888 Yomi or write Tafyomi Tapes, P.O. Box 831, Muncie, New York 10952. This tape is dedicated in memory of Rebruvain Yisrael Ben Avram Elis Zichron Livrocha. Our Magitche is Rabbi Yossi Heva. We're holding in the latter part of the third parak of Masech Tuseita, in the middle of a sugya here on Davchav Bez Amaralf. And the Gemara says, If someone learns Torah but isn't Mishamesh Talmidei Chachamim, he's considered an Amaaretz, meaning to say he's not trusted Lagabi Trumas and Maisrus, or even worse, he's considered a boor. The Rabbanon learned that a person is also called an Amaaretz if he doesn't say Kriyashma Uber Chaisaha, or if he doesn't put on Tefillin or Tzitzis, or if he doesn't teach his children Torah. Rabbi Yitzchak learned, a person who learns Mishnah but doesn't understand the logic behind it, you shouldn't mingle with him, since he'll paskin the halachas wrongly. Rav Huna says, once a person repeats an Avera a second time, it becomes mutter to him, nasaloi keheter. A girl who makes herself too from by constantly davening all the time, or an almana who constantly schmoozes with her neighbor, these are all mevalei oilam, they destroy the world. The Gemara says to Talmud Chacham who paskins halacha when he doesn't know how to paskin, it's like he causes people to die, since he doesn't paskin the halachas properly. There are seven types of prushim, those who like to show they're from, but they're really not from. For example, prush shichmi, who are from shalei lishma. The only reason the people of Shechem fulfilled the mitzvah of Mila was that so that Shechem could marry Dina. Amar Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rav, li'olem yasek adam b'tayra uva mitzvahs, afilu shalei lishma, shemitaych shalei lishma balishma person, even if he doesn't have the motivation to do mitzvahs lishma, should perform them anyway, shalei lishma, because eventually it would lead to him doing the mitzvahs lishma. Finally, the Gemara says, one must be careful of those who do averis, but who want to receive a lot of schar anyway. The Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon says there are no zechusim which suspend the effect of the mayim hamarim, since if zechusim could suspend the mayim hamarim, the effect of it, People will say Lashnahara on the innocent woman, that really they're Tame, but since they had Schusim, nothing happened to them. According to Rabbi, if she has Schusim, they help her not to die when she drinks, but she'll die a gradual death and have no children. Also, in general, the wife of a Kayan, the entire Mincha must be burnt, versus the regular Mincha of a non Kayan, where part is burnt and part is eaten by the Kayan. Continuing on Dabchav Gimel, a Kayan cannot become Tame Mace, but a female Kayhenes can become Tame Lemes. What is the difference in halacha between a father and a mother? There are many differences, including that only a father can proclaim his son a nazir, not a mother, and a father can marry off his daughter who is a katana or a nara, but the mother cannot. The Gemara. The Rabbanans say that if a person brings a part of a carbon onto the Mizbech, and it doesn't belong there, it's not supposed to be on the Mizbech, a person is over an avera. Rabbi Lazar argues and says that this iser only applies if it's brought as a reach nichach, otherwise it's okay. Finally, the Gemara says from the Pasuk of Veloyechal, we learned that if a Kayin marries improperly, the woman and the children from the relationship become a Chalolim, but the Kayin himself does not become a Chalolim. This marks the end of the third parak. Now let's begin Parak Dalad, Parak Arusa, the Mishnah. And Arusa, or Ashamaris Yavam, who's an Aris, whose Aris or Yavam was warned of Ayakinoi not to go into a room with Pliny, but they did. They don't drink the Mayim Hamaarim, but rather we say, Tetzei Belaiksuba. This is because the Pasuk says, Tachas Isha, a woman only drinks the Mayim HaMa'arim if she's fully married, not if she's in between. And an Arusa or a Shamaras Yavam are not really fully married. 
there was a marriage which was really usher to begin with, for example, a grusha l'kayin, and there was kinoy in a case like that, we also say there are no mayim hamarim, and she is simply teitze belay ksuba. However, in certain other cases, we also say that she does not drink, and we say it's teitze belay ksuba. If, for example, Adim come and say that she was tame, or she herself admits, admits guilt, or she refuses to drink the mayim hamarim, or he refuses to let her drink. In this last case, we say that she does collect a ksuba. Also, if the man died before she drank the mayim hamarim, Beishamai says she gets the ksuba, and Beishilil says she cannot collect the ksuba. If the husband is deaf, or he's in jail, Bezdin has the right to do the job of the husband and make kinoi. But that's only for the purpose of her losing her ksuba, not for her to drink the mayim hamarim. Rabbi says, even for the purpose of drinking the mayim hamarim, they have to take over the job of the husband. The Gemara says, Our Mishnah is like Rabbi Yechan, who says that an Arusa or a Shemeras Yavan cannot become a Saita. And finally, the Gemara says, in order for a woman to drink the Mayim HaMa'arim and to go through this procedure, we must have a, a situation where the husband has to have had Bia with his wife at least once before the Bayo got to her. A woman who was a Veras Aldas, but they weren't Tznuais, so from Ksubis we know, but if a woman falls in this category, the husband can divorce her below Ksuba. The question is, does she need to be warned or not in order for this to take place? The Gemara is Paisik, that she does have to get a warning before we can cause her to be Taitse below Ksuba. A husband who gave his wife Kinoi, can he be Michael his Kinoi and dissolve it? Or since he was Makana, he cannot retract it? As the Arsameach says, Shavya nafshe chaticha de isura. That's the situation. Therefore, he can't retract what he said. The Gemara answers that Rabbi Yeshia says a husband can be Michael, a Bezdin can be Michael, a Zakein Mamre, and parents can be Michael, a Ben Seirer So we paskin that he can be Michael. However, this is only before Stira. After Stira, he cannot be Michael. The Gemara says the Svaras Hamachlekis between Beis Hillel and Beis Shame. If the husband dies before she drinks, can she collect the ksuba? Beishamai holds shtar ha'emed ligvayis kegavoydami. Once it's ready to be used, it's like it's collected. The second person is the muhsak. So too here. The woman is the muhsak, so she can collect. So the burden of proof that she was mezana is on the yarshim. Since we say ha'moitzi mechavero olav haraya. But Beishilo holds, she does not get the ksuba, since we say shtar ha'emed ligvayis lav kegavoydami. Therefore the burden of proof is on her. And finally we say an islandess doesn't drink, since it's impossible for her to have children. If a person doesn't have children from a first wife, if he remarries, it must be to a woman who is capable of having children. The wife of a mamzer who is married to a mamzer, they either drink from the Mayim Ha'ama'arim or their Teitze Belek Suba. From the Pasik Veniksa Venizra Zara, that teaches us that if the woman is Tahar as a Saita, and she ends up being, you know, it's figured out that she's now Tahar and she didn't do anything wrong, She'll be rewarded. What does that mean? She'll be rewarded with what? If in the past she previously had painful pregnancies, they'll become easier. If she used to have daughters in the past, now she'll have sons. And if in the past the children that she gave birth to were short, now they'll be tall. Think of says if a man is a shachof, he's incapable of having bia, this husband, this man, can still make kinoi to his wife and create a situation of saita, even though he can't have a regular bia. And a shachof can passel a baskain from eating truma if he had any bia with her. Rav Papa says if a man warns his wife via kinoi not to have yichud with a behema, that kinoi is invalid, and she remains muttered to him since we say ein znus bebehema. An iser, however, by the way, does exist if someone does this. 
The Gemara says the person should marry a daima, not a bas daima, one who is the talk of the town, since she came from a tipa psula. Even if a woman is known to be an immoral person, we can consider her children to be kosher and not suffolk mamzerim. And finally, we say just like if she was deaf or mute or missing a limb, she is putter from drinking the mayim hamaarim. So too, if he has any of these chasrenas, she doesn't have to drink the mayim hamaarim. This marks the end of this parak. Now let's begin the fifth parak, Kishem Shahamayim. Before we begin, this next upcoming sugi discusses a lot of the halachas of Tumah Tahara. So let's give a brief hakdama to the sinyan. We know that the worst type of tuma is a mace. That's called an avia vice hatuma. If a person or a keli touches a mace, it becomes an avatuma. Additionally, a dead sheretz, an avela, a zav, zava, nida, or mitzara, are also called an avatuma. If something touches an avatuma, it becomes a rishon latuma. Subsequently, if this something touches a rishon latuma, it becomes a sheni latuma. If the sheni touches something else, it becomes a shlishi latuma. If the shlishi touches something else, that something else becomes a ravi latuma. Ravi, however, is as far as it goes. However, not everything can go as far as a ravi latuma. Adam v'kelem can only be an avi avaisa tuma, an av hatuma, or a rishon latuma. They cannot become any lower than a rishon latuma, i.e., they can't become midaraisa a sheni latuma. Oichlun umashken, chulin, food, general things like that, can never become an av hatuma. They begin at rishon latuma, but they can become a sheni latuma. Then they stop there. After Shani, they're Tahar. Truma can go as far as a Shlish Lituma. Once it becomes a Shlish Lituma, it becomes what we call Puzzle. And finally, Kutchem can go the furthest. They can go as far as a Ravi Lituma. If you want a device, a pneumatic device to remember all of these things, just remember the word Ach Tak, Aleph, Ches, Tuf, Kuf. What does that mean? Adam, the Kalem, the Aleph, can only go as far as Rishan Lituma. Ches, which is Chulan, can only go as far as Shani Lituma. Truma, which is the third letter, can only go as far as Shlishi Latuma, and Kachim, the Kuf, the fourth letter, can go as far as a Ravii Latuma. And the Mishnah says, just like the water she drinks is Baidik her, and if she's Tame, she is harmed, so too the water is Baidik him, i.e. the man who is Bail her. And just like she becomes Usser to her husband, she is also Usser on the Bail. And the Mishnah continues by saying, Bai Bayaim, on that day, Rabbi Akiva was Darish. What does Bai Bayaim mean? Many times in Shas, Shnayas, and in Gemaras, we have the term Bayabayim. This is referring to that specific day that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah became the Nasi of the Bezdin in Yavna. There was a Misa, which was brought down in Brachas Daf Yudches, but they removed Rabbi Gamliel from the Nasius. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah opened up the base Medrash for everyone. Up until that point, when Rabbi Gamliel was the Nasi, he would only allow people to come into the base Medrash who were big Talmidei Chachamim. They were Teichai Kebarai. Their outside and their inside were very strong, they were very chashif. But Stam, a person, was not allowed in the base medrash. And there was a guard who used to sit by the door and only let in Talmidim who were Teichai Kebarai. After this Maisa, when they removed Rabban Gamliel from the Messias, Abelazah ben Azariah became the Nasi. So we know we say that on the Haggadah, Harani Kiven Shibim Shana, and so on. That day he opened up the base medrash for everyone to come in. Therefore, there was a major influx of people coming into the base medrash, and they were able to be darsh. They, they were darsh many, many, many things on that day because of the hundreds of Talmidim that came into the base medrash. What specifically was Rabbi Akiva darsh? He said that if a dead sheretz touches anything, that item becomes a rishon latuma. We know that an avatuma can be metama adam nikelim, while a rishon latuma can only be metama eichlin umashkin. The rule is that chulin can only go as far as a sheni latuma. Rabbi Akiva argues and says that chulin can even go as far as a shlishi latuma. As we mentioned before, 
generally speaking, we say that only truma can go as far as shlishi l'tuma, but stam, when we're dealing with eichlun amashkin, can only go as far as a shenu l'tuma. Rabbi Akiva argues, and he was darish that day, that chulin can go even as far as a shlishi l'tuma. Also, bayabayam, Rabbi Akiva was darish, that the tchum Shabbos is equal to 2,000 amas. And this halacha is mida raisa. Rabbi Lazar holds, by the way, that it's only a mida Also, bayabayam, Rabbi Akiva was darish, that the Oz Yashir meant that Klal Yisrael answered Maisha and followed his Shira with their Shira. Tafchav Ches, the Gemara. When the Mishnah says, Kishem Shamayim Baitkin Aisa, Kach Baitkin Aisai, the other person who is searched and punished is the one who is Mazana with her. The Gemara says the Lushan of Tuma is written three times in the Parsha of Saita. What do we do with these three words? Rabbi Akiva tells us that one tells us that she's Osir to the Baal. One teaches us that she's Osir to the Baal. And one teaches us that if she's a Baskayan, who married a Kayan, she can't eat Truma, neither in the schus of her husband the Kayan, or in the schus of her father the Kayan. Rabbi Shema learns, we don't need a Pasuk to tell us that she is Asr to a Kayan, since we learn this from a Kalvachemer. So what does he do with the extra Benitma? He uses it for the din of Suffolk Tuma. As background. In general, we say Suffolk da Raisa lechumra, but Suffolk da Rabbanan lekula. But a Suffolk da Raisa, although we're a machmer, remains in the status of Suffolk. The Gemara says that Suffolk Tuma is different. It can actually become a Vadai. From Saitu we learn out that Suffolk Tuma Birshus Harabim were Mekalan, but Suffolk Tuma Birshus Hayachid were Machmeran. I.e., Suffolk Tuma Birshus Hayachid is like a Saita where it was done privately. In those kinds of cases, we're Machmer. Tafchavtes. Rabbi Akiva darshans Vavs in the Torah, so he darshans four Vinitmas. He uses them to tell us that a Saita is also to the Baal, also to the Baal, also for Kahuna, and also for Truma. Suffolk Tuma Birshus Hayachid only applies if there is a maximum of two people in the room. This is when we say the halacha of Suffolk Tuma Birshus Hayachid Lechumra. A Klicheres, once it touches a mace, you can't be Metairet. Rakshvi Rasan Metairasan, you have to break it for in order for it to become Tar. Also, it can make something Tame even if the item just enters the Avir of the Keli, but doesn't actually touch the Keli. A Tful Yaim, it's not supposed to touch Truma. If he does, it can become Tame. I.e., it can become a Shlishi Lituma, which we also call Pussel. Daflamit. Most hold that Chulin can only go as far as a Shani Lituma, but this Shani Lituma cannot make something into a Shlishi Lituma. We learned that Rameir holds this from the Gemara in Shabbos. He learns this from the Gemara in Shabbos, Dafyud Gimel. We learn the Yudches Dover, the 18 Gzeris of Beishame, which I brought down. That's how he learns this halacha. Also, we learn that Truma can go as far as a Shlishi Lituma, where it's called Pussel, and Kachim can go as far as a Revi'i Lituma. An eichel, something which you eat, can only be mitame eichlin. The creator of tuma has a shear of at least a kabeza. There's a machlekes if tchum shabbos, which we know is two thousand amas, is a din midaraisa or a din midarabanan. The gemara says when Klal Yisrael came out of the yam, they all said halal. Maisha said shira, and the bnei Yisrael answered with shira. A cotton, someone who is under the age of bar mitzvah, cannot be mitzi, a person who is an adult. So if the cotton says halal, the entire kohal simply repeats each of the words he says in order to be yaitse on their own. When Bnei Yisrael came out of the yam, everyone, even nursing babies, looked up to Shemayim and said shira with the words zekeli v'yanveyu. Taflamad Aleph. But the Akedah says yirei elokim, referring to Avram Avinu. Even though it uses the word yirei, which is mashmah that Avram Avinu loved Hashem biyira and not biyava, he still loved him biyava. The same was true for Eov. 
So you can ask, so why Taka does it say the word Yireh by Avram? Why doesn't it use the word Ava? The Lekute Basar Lekute answers, because the rule is, By the Akedah, the Malach was speaking to Hashem in front of Avram Avinu. That's why he said only Yireh, which is less Chashav than Ahava. After Avram Avinu died in Yeshaya, the Pasuk says, Zara Avram Ayhavi, uses the word Ahava. This is the full Shvach, because it's Shaloi B'fanav. And finally, the Gemara says, Avas Hashem is much higher on the Madrega than Yiras Hashem. Yira reward comes only for 1,000 Iris, but Ava protects a person for up to 2,000 generations. This marks the end of the fifth Perak. Perak Vav Mishakina, the Mishnah. A person who warned his wife not to go into a private room with a stranger, and she did, she becomes a Saita even without Edim. According to Rabbi Yeshua, at least one aid is needed for Stira. We also have a Machlaikis, Rabbi Eliezer says, even if a husband hears about his wife's behavior from an Eif HaPerech, literally a flying bird, he's required to divorce her. However, as long as her guilt was not substantiated with valid witnesses, her Ksuba is not taken away. Rabbi Yeshua disagrees and says that he does not have to divorce his wife unless the rumors concerning her guilt are so widespread that it became the popular topic of gossip all over town. The Mishnah, however, adds that if the Edim, the Edus that we hear, comes from people who are biased, i.e. a mother-in-law, that we don't believe them as well as we would other people. The Gemara. Eid Echot can be believed by Saita because of the Pasuk of the Eid, Einba. And finally, the Gemara says, although whenever the Torah uses the word Eid, it means two Edim, unless it clarifies specifically that it means one. And according to Ula, this would mean that this one Eid is considered like two Edim. This marks the end of this parak. Now let's begin the seventh parak, Elu Ne'emarin, Daflamid Beis, the Mishnah. The following can be recited in any language and don't have to be said Belashna Kaidish. Parshasaita, Vidoi Meiser, Krishma, Tfila, Birchas Hamazan, Shvuas Ha'edus, and Shvuas Pikadan. However, the following can only be said Belashna Kaidish. Bikurim, Chalitza, Brachais Uklalais going into Eretz Yisrael, Birchas Kayanim, Birchas Kayin Gadol and Yom Kippur, Parshas Hamelach, referring to Hakel, Egla Arufa, when a dead body was found outside the city, and finally Meshuach Milchama, what is said by the specific Kayin as B'nai Yisrael go out to war. Taisu says when a person says one of the first eight in another language, besides Lashon HaKadosh, we mentioned before, but they can be said in another language. The language, however, if it's said in the other language, must be understood by the person who sang it. Taisa said that the Mishnah doesn't include Halel, Kiddush, and Brachas, which also can be said in a different language, because these can be said in a foreign language even if they aren't understood by the Mevarech. And the Shulchan Arach and Arachayim Simen Samach Dalad says that Kriyashma can be said in any language. And the Gemara says, we explain to the Saita in Lashon HaKadosh exactly for what reason she is being called a Saita and what will happen if she is guilty. When a person praises himself, he should say it in a quiet voice. However, if he criticizes himself, he should say it Bekal Ram. Rabbi Echanan says, the reason we say Shemana Esrei quietly is so as not to embarrass people who want to confess their Averis. In Brachas, by the way, it says that we don't say Shemana Esrei loudly. The reason we don't say it loudly is because it looks like we believe that Hashem cannot hear us when we say it quietly. I, we don't really have a Muna that Hashem is everywhere. That's why we have to say it loudly. Therefore, today we say it quietly. And finally, Gemara says, if a person is suffering from tsaras, troubles, he should talk to people. So they'll all be mispal for him and be mevake shalav rachamim. Taflamid Gimel. Rabbi Yehuda said, a person should not ask bakashas from Hashem in a foreign language, in Lashon Aramis. 
because the malachim, the angels, do not understand Aramis. However, this halacha only applies to a yachad, which need the malachim to bring the bakashas to HaKadosh Baruch However, a tzibor can be mispal in all languages, since the tefillahs of a tzibor are accepted directly by HaKadosh Baruch and do not need the malachim to bring it in. The Gemara says, Birchas Hamazan is allowed in any language, as the Pasuk says of Yachalta, Visavata, Uverachta. One can be Mavarech in any language. Yahushua told the Klal Yisrael to make Simanim when they crossed the Yarding. Moshe was instructed to send Meraglim to check out Eretz Yisrael, Shlach Lacha Anashim. All these Meraglim, however, were only interested in embarrassing the land. These Meraglim had their badness written in their actual names. The exception, of course, to the Meraglim who were bad were Kalev and Yahushua, who were good. Hoshea was called Yahushua, since Yud K, i.e. Akadosh Baruch should save him from the Eitzis of the other Meraglim. That was written in his name. Kalev separated himself from the other Meraglim and went to the Kvarim of the Ovis in Hebron, in Maras Hamachpelah. This Gemara, by the way, is one source for the custom of praying at Kivrei Ovis. The Ramah in Arachayim, Simon Tov Kuf Pe'alef in Hilchas Rosh Hashanah, mentions the minig of some communities to visit the cemetery on Erev Rosh Hashanah to be mispal there. However, with regard to this minhag, the Maril comments that during this visit, one should not direct his prayers directly toward the mace. Rather, he says the purpose of praying at the cemetery is to invoke, on our behalf, the schusim, the merits of the tzaddikim who are buried there. Rabbi Echanan said, any Lashon Hara that does not begin with something true will not be believed because people will see through the lie. Hashem made a miracle that wherever the Miraglim went, Hashem made some local residents die to keep these people busy so they wouldn't suspect the Miraglim. The Miraglim interpreted this for bad instead of for good. The Miraglim reported that they were, they were such big giants in Eretz Yisrael that they, meaning to say the Miraglim themselves, appeared to be very, very small, so small like grasshoppers. From the Pasuk of Atisa Kol Eda, we learn that Kal Yisrael began to cry on that day about the hardships of going into Eretz Yisrael. That day was Erev Tishabav and the night of Tishabav. So Hashem said that that day will permanently be set aside for crying. And we know that the two Batim, Beis Hamikdashin, were destroyed on Tishabav. So Ad Hayamazah, we cry on the day of Tishabav. In the end, the Miraglim died via choking, via Askara, which is a very painful death reserved for people who speak Lashon Hara. The Chait of Beis Shemesh, which is brought down in Shmuel Aleph, was either that the people continued to do work when the Aaron HaKadosh passed, or that they spoke bad about the Aaron. The Gemara says there were three types of stones that were set up. One in Eretz Mayaf, two Yahushua helped set up in Eder Hayarden, and three in Gilgal. How did B'nai Yisrael write the Torah at Harevo? The Behuda says, on stones in 70 languages, and then it was covered in plaster. Shimon says it was written on top of plaster. Come and see how many miracles happened to Klal Yisrael on the day they crossed the Yarden. Number one, they crossed the Yarden. Number two, Hargrizim and Harevel was directly in front of them, even though Hargrizim and Harevel were 60 mil away from the Yarden. It was over that spot that they built the Mizbeach. And lastly, no one got in their way. When the Pasuk Ad Yavar Ad Yavar Kanisa, the first Bia was with Yoshua, and the second Bia was the Bia Shnia with Ezra. At Hargrizim, they built a Mizbeach and wrote the Torah on stones in 70 languages. The Gemara says the same division of tribes half to Hargrizim and half to Harevel, is the same split between the different tribes as the names on the ephod, stones on the ephod, with the 50 letters of the Shvatim written on it, were divided up similarly to Hargrizim and Harevel. The Gemara says the children of Yosef have a bracha that no one can hurt them with an ayin hara, as we see from numerous psukim, 
Just like fish are protected by water, so too are the children of Yosef. Yosef, who sanctified the Shem Shemayim privately, through the Maisa with Eshes Paitifera, they added one letter of the Shem Hashem to his name. Yehuda, who was Makadish Shem Shemayim Barabim, had the full name of Hashem in his name. The Gemara says, just like Yaakov was Zeichat to have 12 Shvatim, Yosef was also destined to have 12 children. So where were they? Our answer is, instead of coming from Yosef, they came from Binyamin. By Kriyas Yamsuf, no one wanted to jump into the sea until Nachshin ben Aminadav from Shevet Yehuda jumped in. This is why Yehuda was rewarded for being a Kaddish Shem Shemayim Barabim. Because of this, Yehuda became the ruler over Kal Yisrael. However, because the Mitzrayim died in the Yam, Hashem asked Maisha to minimize Shira at that moment. As he said, Haim Tevim Bayam. The Atta Marech Betvila. The Gemara says every mitzvah in the Torah, there are four specific tasks to do with that mitzvah. Lilmoid, Lilamed, Lishmar, and Lasais. So too with all the brachas and klolos from Hagrizim and Harevel, these four mitzvahs exist. Rabbi Shmuel said only the general concept of all the mitzvahs were given at Har Sinai. The details came at the Ayel Maid. Rabbi Akiva says both the klolos and the Pratis, the, both the general klal and the details, were said at Har Sinai, but they were repeated at the Ayal Ma'id. In fact, there was a third saying in Avras Mayev. The Gemara says there is no mitzvah in the Torah that doesn't have 48 brisais attached to it. Rabbi Shimon adds that every mitzvah also has a chiyav of arvus, called Yisrael Arevim Zelozeh, i.e., everyone must try to influence Asiyas HaMitzvahs for all the other people. This case, referring to the other 603,000, 550 people in Klal Yisrael at that time who were between the ages of 20 and 60. That is the mitzvah of Arvus that this is referring to. Regarding Arvus, we know that there is a Klal by Birchas HaMitzvah that even though a person already made a bracha on something, if later on he needs to be mitzi someone else, he can make the bracha a second time because of the Klal of Arvus. Afal Pisha Yatza Maitzi. For example, Kiddush on Shabbos. Even though a person already made Kiddush for himself, but the other people, he has to be mitzi, he can still make it again later on. The Rosh in Brachas, however, says that this mitzvah of Arvus was only mekubal by the men at Har Sinai, not by the women. Therefore, the Night of Yehuda holds that even though women are mechuyav in Kiddush, since she isn't mechuyav in Arvus, she cannot be mitzi a man with her Kiddush on Shabbos. Bikiva Egu argues, however, and says that she could only not be mitzi a man in a mitzvah if she isn't mechuyav in the mitzvah. But Kiddush, which she is mechuyav in, from two Zachar v'shamar, she could be mitzi a man with Kiddush under the circumstances of Afal Pisha Yatza mitzi. Rabbi Yehuda Bar Nachmeni says all the clothes from Hargrizim and Harevel were only said regarding the Indian of Arias, Auror, the different Aurors that we have in the Psukim. V'nasati es ha-bracha al Hargrizim yes ha-klala What's the Kiddush? Our answer is lahaktim bracha liklala. The bracha should precede the clothes, i.e. first one bracha, then one klala. But they must be treated equally. For example, both were said, Bekal Ram. Daflamet Ches, as background. We know that a Kayin has a mitzvah to be mevarech vi om via three psukim. Yivarecha Hashem vi Yishmerecha, Yar Hashem panavelecha vi Chuneka, Yisa Hashem panavelecha vi Yaseim lecha Shalom. The shita of the Charedim, brought in Shulchan Aruch, is that not only does the Kayin get the mitzvah for giving the bracha, a person gets the mitzvah for receiving the bracha. And the Mishnah says, the mitzvah of Birchas Kayhanim, outside the Beis Hamikdash, which is referred to as Bimedina, was that the Kayan says the three Psukim. And the people would answer Amen after each of the three Psukim. In the Beis Hamikdash, however, Amen was said only once, at the end of all three. The Beis Hamikdash, the Shem HaMafirish was used, 
and the Kayanim lifted their hands over their heads. In the Medina, however, the Kayan only lifts his hands up to his head or below. The Gemara. The mitzvah of Birchas Kayanim is from Parshas Nasai, Kaysevarcho, and it must be said Belashna Kaidish, due to the connection to Hargrizim. Gemara says Birchas Kayanim must be done while standing, just like the Avaida was done while standing. And Taisvis adds that if it's done while sitting, it's meaningless. The Shvus Yaakov, however, learns that if a Kayan, however, is incapable of standing, then he can duchen while sitting. But Aida Behuda argues and says even this Kayan cannot sit, so then he would not be able to duchen if he's not able to stand. The Shem HaMafarish was only used in the base Hamigdash. Taisvis, in fact, brings the Gemara in Yuma that when Shimon HaTzadik died, at that point they stopped using the Shem HaMafarish for anything, even in the base Hamigdash. The Gemara says in the Pasuk of Emor Lahem, we learn that the people must directly face the Kohanim when the Kohanim duchen. They must be panem el panem. From Bekoil Ram, we learn that duchening must be done in a high voice, not quietly where you cannot hear the Kain. Abaye adds, the Chazan calls out to the Kohanim to turn around and begin the duchening. But that's only if there are at least two Kohanim. It says Emor Lahem. If there's only one Kain, there's no din of the Chazan calling Kayanim to the Kohanim in order for them to begin, in order for him to begin. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, from the Pasuk of Esamu Eshmi V'Avarchem, we learn that Hashem anxiously awaits Birchas Kayanim. And every Kayan who gives a bracha, receives a bracha from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But if he doesn't go up to Duchen, he violates three mitzvahs ase. Rab says, if he doesn't go up, we suspect him of being a Ben Grusha or a Ben Chalutza and Pasal. If the Shliach Tzibur is a Kayan, it's better for him not to Duchen, because he'll get confused with his Chazaras Hashats.